And the strength of thine own desires is a magic power. Guide this power with thy knowledge of the five laws of gold, and thou shalt share the treasures of Babylon. Welcome to Learn With Us, brought to you by 303 and We are a team of four non-financial advisors who are exploring a revolutionary new financial approach that goes beyond money to prioritize your emotional, mental, and spiritual well-being. Through weekly meetings and engaging podcasts, we strive to help you improve all aspects of your well-being as well as ours. Come join us on this journey of growth and self-improvement because at 303 and we believe true wealth extends beyond dollars and cents. Happy learning! Each of these five laws is rich with meaning, and lest thou overlook this in the briefness of my tale, I will now repeat them. Well, we didn't tell you what they were, or Juan didn't tell you. You told me not to. <laughs> I will not repeat them. I do know them each by heart because in my youth I could see their value and would not be content until I knew them word for word. We're trying not to spoil them. Yeah. This there's, is the best way so to So there's it. five. <laughs> Who's going to read number one? Roll. One probably. All right. Drum roll. I'll roll, I'll, I'll, I'll roll the first one. It says, the first law of gold. Gold cometh gladly and in increasing quantity to any man who will put by not less than one-tenth of his earnings to create an estate for his future and that of his family. Any man who will put one-tenth of his earnings consistently and invest it wisely will surely create a valuable state that will provide an income for him in the future and further guarantee safety for his family in case the gods call him to the world of darkness. This law always saith that gold cometh gladly to such a man. I can truly certify this in my own life. The more gold I accumulate, the more readily it comes to me, and in increasing in increased quantities, the gold which I save earns more, even as yours will, and its earnings earn more. And this is the working out of the first law. This is true. Some people complain about this. Like they say that people who have stuff get stuff given to them for free. Amanda just found a great example of this. It says, let's say you invest $1,000 in a savings account that offers an annual interest rate of 5%. At the end of the first year, you would earn $50 in interest, which is 5% of $1,000. So your total balance would now be $1,050. In the second year, instead of earning interest on only your initial $1,000, you would earn interest on the new total amount of $1,050. Assuming the interest rate remains the same at 5%, you would earn $5,250 in interest, 5% of $1,050. So now your total balance would be $1,102.50. As you can see, the interest earned in the second year was higher than in the first year, because you earned interest on both your initial investment and the interest earned from the first year. This compounding effect continues to build up over time, and the longer your money remains invested, the greater the impact of compound interest. That's just what Juan was talking about, how people only see the profit side. They don't see all the hard work that he put in before, all the money he had to earn to be able to invest it. You know, It's not like he just walked into the bank and had $10,000 in his pocket. <laughs> For real. Um, there's one more part to this, which I had never thought of before ever in my life, actually, even though I, I have credit cards. It says, it's important to note that compound interest can work both ways. If you have debt, such as a loan or a credit card balance, compound interest can work against you as interest accrues on the outstanding balance over time. 
So it's the same way, but just backwards, you're saying. Yeah, so if you are only making like a minimum payment and say you've got like free, no APR or whatever, and then that runs out and all of a sudden they start charging you interest on that on that big balance that you have, but you're only making a minimum payment, which your minimum payment is probably less than the interest that you're being charged monthly. It's eventually that credit card will be completely maxed out no matter what you do. And nobody wants that. That also makes me think about passive income. People think like, oh, you just get all this money from doing nothing. But it's not. It's the hard work you had to put in for five years. So his, he might be getting the money now, but he, you don't see him struggling there for the last <coughs> 10 years before that. Yeah, but he did. The, this reminds me of, I was just listening to Jeff Bezos tell a story of when he was starting Amazon, right? So at one point, he was delivering the packages to the post office himself. He was driving them himself. And he was saying that I think he was working with some, some one other guy and they were preparing packages on the floor and their knees were hurting, right? So Jeff Bezos, I think he's thinking of solutions. And then he goes, all right, we need knee pads. And then the guy that was next to him says, we need tables. <laughs> so, you know, uh, that's their struggle. Like right now, he's one of the richest men in the world, but he was on his knees setting up packages, man. On the floor. On the floor, <laughs> yeah. Couldn't even afford a table or a chair. Well, they, but he was starting his business. Yep. I think he started it in a shed or a he, garage, one of the two. He remembers he remembers dreaming of being able to afford one forklift. <laughs> and now he can afford hundreds. Dude, a yacht the, the most expensive Thousands. yacht in the world. His his yacht has a tiny yacht to get to the big yacht. <laughs> <laughs> My yacht yeah. has a yacht. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Is there a dinghy on the small yacht? I'm sure. Oh, gotta be. It just keeps the going. small yacht has a <laughs> helicopter pad. I'm excited. Little by little, man. Little by little. The second law of gold. Gold laboreth diligently and contentedly for the wise owner who finds for it profitable employment, multiplying even as the flocks of the field. Gold indeed is a willing worker. It is even eager to multiply when opportunities present itself. To every man who hath a store of gold set by opportunity comes for its most profitable use. As the years pass, it multiplies itself in surprising fashion. That's compound interest. The best kind of interest. These sound like the seven cures for a lean purse. Some. Well, I was going to say... There's only five. Well, that and investing in stocks. <laughs> You know it. Well, you the know, first time. the first three are about making, and the last two are about not losing. The third one. I'll do that one. Gold clingeth to the protection of the cautious owner who invests it under the advice of men wise and in its handling. Gold indeed clingeth to the cautious owner, even as it flees the careless owner. The man who seeks the advice of men wise in handling gold soon learneth not to jeopardize his treasure but to preserve in safety and enjoy in contentment consistent increase. I feel like you're already getting better, oh, by the way. Ugh, I hate it. <laughs> I told Amanda it's done reading. 
Will you just make sure, Connor, that the word contentedly, I said it correctly? Because I still feel like I said that's who we'll we were reading. <laughs> just call me and be like, can you just say contentedly so really quick? Mean? It means if you don't have mentors, you'll have a hard time. This is his group of guys that he finally found in his life story. Yeah, Men mentors and advisors. You need people who, who you can go for Like advice. a brickmaker for bricks. Yeah. Or like you could have a, a stockbroker to do it for you. Well, yeah, but you it, ideally you would have someone whose advice you will follow. Because if you have someone that you ask for advice, but you don't follow their advice, then that's just a waste of Everyone's life. time. Of a connection, yeah. I mean, unless it's bad advice. Maybe. Yeah, but then you wouldn't have them as an advice giver. Because what happens is a lot a lot of times we go ask for advice, but then we don't really want advice. We just want someone to validate our own mistaken methods. I, I don't think you would continue going to the same person and gave bad advice. I'm saying if you go to somebody for advice the first time and they give you advice and it's bad, you're not going to listen to Yeah, it's advice. like Juan was saying, though. You, no one's really looking for advice is the problem. They're looking for confirmation that they're doing the right thing. But no one wants to be told, you're doing the wrong, you're doing this the wrong way. I feel like we touched on that sometime in the past about how you should be okay with constructive criticism. It's the only way to really learn is from the outside. Mm -hmm. No, but I could see that when people ask for advice, they do kind of want validation that they're doing a good job or Yeah, they don't want to know correctly. the flaws. I mean, so, no, I mean... Well, I mean, sometimes I guess you do ask because you literally know that you don't know what you're doing. So you are trying to get somebody to tell you what to do because yeah, you're like, I, I have no idea mom. what to do. This reminds me of um, of a quote from another book, The 48 Laws of Power, because there's a guy that says people who say experience, I learn from experience are fools because he was he was saying, I'd rather learn, I'd rather profit from the experience of others. That makes a lot more sense, though. Right? Yeah. Yeah, like, okay, I get it. Learn both, learn from experience. That is the best possible outcome that can come from you Meow. in the first place and not asking for advice. At least you learn from the experience. But ideally, you would have in the first place. You would have asked for advice. Yeah, the power book literally just said that. Yeah. When she said that you said that, I was thinking, why did I literally just hear this like a day ago? But now I know why. But that's wisdom. No, for real. You Like Amanda was saying, you were wasting everyone's time at that point if you're not. Why, why struggle on something that you could read about, basically? Mm -hmm. What's the uh, fourth law of gold? The fourth law of gold. Gold slippeth away from the man who invests it in businesses or purposes with which he is not familiar or which are not approved by those skilled in its keep. To the man who hath gold, yet is not skilled in its handling, many uses for it appear most profitable. Too often these are fraught with danger of loss and if properly analyzed by wise men, show small possibility of profit. Therefore, the inexperienced owner of gold who trusts to his own judgment and invests it in business or purposes with which he is not familiar, too often finds his judgment imperfect and pays with his treasure for his inexperience. Wise indeed is he who investeth his treasures under the advice of men skilled in the ways of gold. This one touches, touches, touches deep. Hits is that how you say it? Hits deep? Touches deep. Hits Sounds deep. Yeah. Bad. <laughs> Juan's been touched deeply. Then <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sure I've touched them too. <laughs> yeah. Don't post that There'd be part. a lot of meows. 
It's from a movie. It's from a movie. These kids, they've touched me. Your kids have touched me. But I'm sure I've oh, touched yeah. them too. It's from a uh, school, school of rock. Wait, the rock? No, school of rock. Oh, school of rock. No, school of rock. Jack with Jack Black. Yeah, just Jack That's Black. an awesome movie. Students. Yeah. That is a good movie. Yeah. Great. It really is. Great movie, yeah. Just having money isn't the only problem for money. That's what I got out of it anyways. I feel like he's saying that's just having a big lump of money doesn't solve any problems because you won't know what to do with the money. You're not going to invest it into the right company or mm -hmm. into the right brick making business or whatever they were doing back then. Yeah. Yeah, that's 100% true. The fifth and final law. The fifth law of gold. Gold flees the man who would force it to impossible earnings or who followeth the alluring advice of tricksters and schemers or who trusted to his own inexperience and romantic desires in investment. Fanciful propositions that thrill like adventure tales always come to the new owner of gold. These appear to endow his treasure with magic powers that will enable it to make impossible earnings. Yet heed ye to wise men who verily they know the risks that lurk behind every plan to make great wealth suddenly. That's true. Easy comes, easy goes, basically. That's basically exactly what happened to him at the beginning. I like how he also says yourself. You are, don't, your wisdom is what's going to blind you, basically. That you'll get in your own way thinking that you know more than the laws of money. That's a good point. Let's see. And strength and the strength of thine own desires is a magic power. Guide this power with thy knowledge of the five laws of gold, and thou shalt share the treasures of Babylon. Mm. That's a great that's a great quote. I think that's my favorite quote from the whole chapter. The um... I like the the first uh, sentence in it, though, the most. And the strength of thine own desires is a magic power. Just believe in yourself. That's what that means. Why are you laughing? That's what that means. <laughs> just the way you said it. You're so excited. So, guys, what, just believe uh, in yourself. What does the last quote mean to you? I just... <laughs> I guess just, like, believe in yourself. No, the last one. This, it's it's more this than that though it's more than that because it says that it says that you have to guide yourself which means that you're going somewhere which means that you're moving so it's not just believing it's also moving it's the belief that gets you moving and following a path that makes you able to do anything it's the spark to start the fire inside of you is that um like that epiphany? The listeners need to see Alina and I just staring at each other right now. <clears throat> I don't appreciate it. Yeah. That's what we said, bro. <laughs> well, well, ca what can we say? What can we say? Yeah, about... I feel like me and Amanda were like joking a little bit, and then you guys were like, "Nah, it's, it's <laughs> but this. you said the same thing that we said. You just said it all like cheesy, like." Is <laughs> it Gouda? <laughs> <laughs> it certainly wasn't sharp. <laughs> that was cheesy. <laughs> uh, no, the fifth law, the five laws, they're just as important as the seven. But I think the strength of your own desire is what you have to have yeah. first. It starts with the thought. This guy, this guy's asking everybody at the caravan because they're about to go, they're about to get to Babylon and they're all going to get paid. And they're going to get paid a lot of money. So he's asking them, look, tomorrow, each of these shall have gold. 
the gold thou hast so well earned by thy faithful services. Ten years from this night, what can you tell about this gold? If there be men among you who, like Nomasir, will use a portion of their gold to start for themselves an estate, and be thenceforth wisely guided by the wisdom of a cat, ten years from now, tis a safe wager, like the son of a cat, they will be rich and respected among men. What do you think about that? Ten years. Our goal is we're shooting for five. So ten, that means that we're at least we're on the right track. You yeah, know, ten seems very reasonable. It doesn't seem like get rich fast, but it's also not wait forever. It, well, it depends on when you start. Because if you're, you have a ten-year goal, 20 to 30, I mean, ten years is pretty good. But the, I think it's... I think what... It's important too because, well, not imp- maybe not important. I'm sorry, you can erase that. It's intra. No, erase that too. They're both staying. What stands out? What stands out about this point is that it's not a whole lifetime, or it's not a. It's not get rich fast, and it's not. It's gonna take you a whole lifetime. It's almost impossible. It's a decade. A decade is how long it takes you to go from college to being uh to having a phd almost being a doctor but then the things that after you graduate from this school you don't end up working for a hospital you end up you know not working financially independent yeah you end up financially independent so i think it's a great deal it's very inspiring and i think it's inspiring and seems easily attainable reasonably attainable i guess yeah i like that that 10 it keeps coming up one tenth, one tenth. People, I don't think they're like accepting it enough. The one tenth is really how powerful it can be to put away that much, and how much it doesn't affect you. It's a double-edged sword, really, and it can change your world. No, but you can get to the point. You can get to the point where, in one year of saving, you have enough for a house down payment. So it. It just like like he's like it says right here. I think it's the third, uh, no, the second law where it just it multiplies in a way that it's unexpected. Suddenly you don't realize, whoa, there's there's all this money that I didn't have before. Where am I going with this? <laughs> I think we should. I think we should make like a promise, and ten years from now come back. Yeah, even if we're not. Still on this particular of what podcast, we've done. we'll just yeah. come back. Ten year anniversary. <laughs> yeah, and it's and it's gonna be Live on the stream. interwebs, so we cannot say that it's there. Yeah. What's the day? I was gonna say I don't even know what today is. Well, it whenever well, the, it's June, the but... whenever the episode gets uploaded. Two weeks from. I'm super tomorrow. thirsty. I need some water. So that's gonna be June 18th. We'll have the market. The only June problem 19th. is if we're too poor, we can't even afford to do the podcast. <laughs> if we really lost it. God <laughs> will bro. Bro. Oh, Not true. Poor. We'll you never broke. be poor. <laughs> That's a lifestyle. Poor, poor is a way of you know, it's, it's a lifestyle, yeah. It's a state of mind. Though this book is moving slowly, man. I think we have three more it's chapters, not maybe. That it's moving slowly. It's there's so much in it. It's like thick snow what can, what can you do we have to take our time get through it make sure you're right uh, we don't want to miss anything thank you yeah i agree with you well guys that's gonna do it for this week i want to thank everyone for joining us 
We're going to be reading Chapter 6, The Gold Lender of Babylon. We have been working on updating our social medias, and we would love to get some feedback and input on how you all think the podcast has been going. Thanks again, and we hope to catch you here next week on Learn with